Welcome to the AAA NFT podcast, all about affordable NFTs, bringing you from zero to 60 in the non-fungible token world without breaking the bank. With your hosts, Andrew, aka Rantum, and George from Mostly Stable on Zed Run, who will help you navigate new projects, interview expert guests, and explore NFT trends. So whether you're on your first or 50th NFT, we're going to have something for you. And as a quick note, we are not, I repeat not, financial advisors, and nothing in this podcast should be taken as investment advice. Alrighty, disclaimer over, let's get to it. Today on All About Affordable NFTs, we are talking about the Reddit branding lesson. Digital collectibles, or are they NFTs? You tell me. Andrew, how's it going? Or well, and George, I want to make a note, or that we are doing this on a Saturday. We are so dedicated to this. We don't normally do this, but we've taken time out of our weekend to record. I'd yeah, be napping right now. This is, cutting, this, is, this is cutting into my nap time. So get ready for some spicy takes because this guy is giving up a Saturday right now. Uh, although, I, let's just be honest, I'd probably be degenerately clicking around uh, NFT projects anyway. So this is just me pressing record while I do that. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I mean, I was going to come out to my computer. Oh yeah. I just mess around on X X2 I do get some, get some speculation on, uh, all right. Well, uh, I feel like I have to ask what is new in your wallet? Uh, let's see. I had another, I picked up another, uh, decentralized from Coldy. had another offer hit on that at 0.4. So I, I've picked up a you few shot of those one at 0.3 and 0.4. Yeah, Bryce got one at point three too. I did, yeah. So I, I picked up a few of those recently. You know, I've been, uh, I don't know, just making offers to, in different collections and seeing what comes through. It is nice to to see some of those uh, hit once in a while. Uh, how about you? Anything new in the wallet? Well, I, uh, I, I really like. I'm doubling down on my little nouns. I, I think they've been they've been off for a little while. But my my strategy is looking at low number little nouns, meaning like under 1,000, mint number under 1,000. So I picked up a little noun number 476, 4.22 ETH. You know, the next, like the next closest was easily at like 0.7 if you're looking at uh, little nouns with low numbers. Three digit. uh, Yeah, that's a good loose. Like three digits. I mean, mean, look, I'm buying JPEGs with numbers associated with them. So there's that. But the interesting thing that little nails recently did was make the auction mint start at 0.15. So it has actually done two things. One, it's slowed down the like mint every 10 minutes because basically it's like, do you want to agree to buy something for 0.15 as opposed to before? So like that's something that changed. Yeah, and that, you know, they're that's seeing the some sort of sneak bids so, and you get them. Well, you wait at like 3 a.m. and you're like, yeah. you're getting to point one and you can just like kind of run a, run a train on it while no one's paying attention during a, a low time. But the other thing that it did was set the new floor to 0.15, essentially. So for just, you know, 0.07 more than the floor, I got a very rare little noun because every now and then I just uh, sort of check. And again, I like them. Wait, how many nouns do they have now? Just... Oh, real nouns? Yeah. So not little nouns, but real nouns. I don't know. I think it's over. No, I mean, the, they own, I think. Oh, four nouns. Yeah. Right. Thank you. Exactly. Yeah. So it's like, they're definitely affiliated with nouns. They're by eight uh, nouns. With their liquidity. Eight nouns and 662 ETH in the treasury right now. 
So Thank yeah, you. we've talked about this model. It is an interesting yeah. model that it all goes into the treasury when you buy these. This isn't going to a project creator that is taking the ETH and, you know, doing whatever project creators do. But I think it is an interesting model that they are, you know, it's, it's kind of on the nouns model of putting the ETH into a treasury and then finding places to use it that they think it's going to be effective. So, you know, right now it seems like a lot of that has been announced, but I still like that one. An early one, I think this is a project that, uh, I mean, of course it's going to be around. They've It's going to be around. There's money. There's a system. It's tied to uh, a larger, more reputable nouns project. And then I think once, uh, once the little wing comes back, but like clearly I'm pumping my own bags, you know, I'm talking about JPEGs here. So that, that's what's new in my wallet. Also, I think, uh, well, we'll cover that for, for next time. The, uh, the art blocks minting of friendship bracelets. Maybe we'll talk about that next time. Well, what do we yeah, have? Yes. Plenty of time on that one anyways. All right. So why don't we get into some of our, our news? Uh, so we had a big project. We talked recently, have there haven't been a lot of real big projects, and this was same, 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 same. Art Gobblers came out. This is a project that was the artist behind Rick and Morty, uh, Justin Roiland. Rick and Morty's a popular cartoon show. I haven't watched it much, but I know of it. And then it was backed also by or, or supported by Paradigm, a big, very big VC in the uh, crypto space. So this definitely had a lot of attention. Uh, initially, I think the ETH, or the ETH floor was up over... Uh, 10 ETH. I think it's as of now, it's back down to about six ETH. Uh, last I looked, so been quite a uh, ride on the, the price there. And there's definitely been some controversy about the project and how the uh, the min or the allow list uh, spots yeah. were were given away. Uh, definitely, there were many. I mean, there were many notable people that got but these spots. It was a free mint, but you know, it wasn't free to me. Right, right. I mean, the fact, you know, it seems like one where people could say that it was free, but you had to be on the list and they were giving these out. It wasn't necessarily an open, uh, open to anyone to, to get a spot. They were selective in how they gave these spots away and gave them to a lot of influencers in the community. So there's been a lot of debate about whether, you know, how, whether that's right or wrong. And I think that's part of why you see the, uh, the floor price move, uh, up and down so quickly, you know, and we'll see what happens with the project. It has revealed now it's, you know, definitely been one of the, the more, uh, the, the bigger attention grabbing projects that we've seen in quite some time within the first day, there was the, there's over 12 million, uh, in secondary volume. So that's, uh, you know, that's significant. It's something we haven't really seen in, in a while in the, the NFT space. We were waiting. We had said, I'd say like the last one we talked about was, was Moonbirds, and I feel like I was saying like, hey, there should be one every single quarter. Clearly with the pullback, I don't think we've seen something of, uh, I mean, uh, what about the goblins? Like, I think the goblins were a run at it. I think they kind of were, were pretty big as well. But this is at that, that level where we're talking in like, you know, the over, what is it over? It's a ridiculous number over half a billion dollars. Uh, <laughs> that's quite something. That's quite something for a quote unquote, you know, their bear market moment. So I think yeah. there are these big hits. I think it is hard. I mean, it wasn't on my radar at all. Like we knew Rick and Morty, but not. I like, heard a little bit about this project. I assumed it was going to be this sort of thing where it would be impossible to get on the list. And then you get caught in the chasing after uh, something that you maybe couldn't get. And, you know, something that I definitely wanted to stay away from because, you know, it looked like it could come right 
back down as we, as we've talked about, you know, when those things, when these projects run up so quickly, uh, you're going to see a lot of profit taking and that price can, uh, come down just as quickly or even faster. You know, I think that there's a lot to come with the project. I know that there's a plan for it to be a 10,000 character, uh, collection in the long term, but I think it's actually over the next 10 years that those are going to be uh, added to the collection. So I don't know a lot about the details in the short term and, you know, it's one to watch, but you know, not one that I'm, I'm looking at, uh, for my, my own collection. Well, there's also some cool technical features. It's not just, uh, another generic PFP. These things have, uh, I think something called like goo that goes with them and there's customizability with right. the ability to like, you know, brand their stomachs with, uh, certain integrations. And so there's some, some clever tech, I would say also here, yeah. it's not just another stupid JPEG. Yeah, they're, they are doing some interesting things there. And I, th I think there's ways that you can actually display the art and then, right, you have different, you earn goo over time. So I don't know all of the, the intricacies, you know, maybe it is worth looking into more You to at least learn what they're doing. Yeah, it's, 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 it, I think it's good to see at least that there is that excitement, uh, there and it's, you know, there's a lot, there's a lot of people looking for, for something even in this bear market. And I think that that's, you know, that is a positive that we could take from this. Yeah, absolutely. Next. Headline here, we've got, uh, Steppen's new salon and Ethereum. Uh, so Steppen has a, a new, uh, marketplace coming out. They are going to actually enforce royalties. And this is actually going to be a membership based, uh, marketplace. I think it's about $30 per month to get access to this. So you'll get better tools is the idea. You know, it's a different take. I step in is of course the, the, the team or the project behind the move to earn project on, on Solana. Yeah, thanks. I thought that was it. So it's, you know, a little outside of what they have done, you know, and it's just another, you know, I, I think it's, we've said it before that it's hard to enforce royalties for projects when the option is there to not do it on other marketplaces, you've got to offer something uh, better. And, you know, it's, it, it's hard to just charge, to, to charge fees that others aren't paying all the time. So we'll see how this works out. I don't quite, I don't know who's ready to, I don't know a lot about the, the Solana, uh, ecosystem in general, as we've talked about, but it's not, I can't see myself paying to get access to a marketplace either. Yeah. The, the sort of, is it called more M O O A R? Mo, yeah. I'm sure they would love that. Yeah. The, the pay for features. It, you're going to be hard pressed to beat what's already out there, uh, across platforms. And like, if your you know, innovation is charging people a monthly fee to trade on an open source blockchain platforms, like maybe not for me though. All right. We've got an NFL crypto video game kicking off soon. I, so this has actually got some pretty big names involved in the game. I hadn't heard a lot about or anything about this, but it's. Let's see, we've got, uh, here we go here. Who is the, the, uh, uh, mythical games is in partnership with the NFL on this one. So they say that it's a cross between EA sports, Madden football, the old, the very popular, uh, football franchise game and the, uh, NBA jam game that was sort of a three on one on a series on fire. Oh yeah. <laughs> so. You know, we'll see. I don't, you know, we haven't seen a lot of, we haven't seen these blockchain game, you know, the, that was definitely a big prediction from a lot of people in the, in the, uh, 
NFT space and the crypto space, that gaming would be a big theme this year. And I, I don't think we've really seen that yet. So we'll see how this goes. This will allow you to actually own different assets. They have worked with other, other leagues as well, which I, you know, I think that's, or they're working with other leagues on these projects. So we'll, you know, if it does take off, you know, they, there's potential for these, for this to grow. I, um, I'm in the kind of, I need to be, I need to see it and be have it uh, prove that there is something there at this point, because I feel like we've seen so many, uh, so much discussion, so many promises that have yet to, to really materialize in too much. Yeah. You have to have an, an, you know, I would start with the game first, then add NFTs as opposed to start with NFTs, then add game. We've seen that show. We've been there. It has yet to work. So, you know, if it is actually kind of interesting, you know, Good luck. Uh, I think, you know, starting again, though, it has to be uh, a good game. That's all. All right. Here's something you may have noticed if you are a MetaMask user. There's now an option to look at your NFTs and get a uh, kind of look at as a portfolio value. They are working with NFT Bank to get to get prices, to get estimates on the assets of the NFT assets in your wallet to get a portfolio view. So I think it is interesting you know, that we see a lot more, uh, a lot more development in the, the NFT space. You just see that these wallets and these protocols or apps, they're all adapting to, to make NFTs more, more accessible, uh, right in their own apps than have than rather than having you go to other apps. I think we'll continue to see this, you know, MetaMask has been I'd say somewhat slow to, to roll out any feature improvements. And it does seem like this maybe is a little, a uh, little later than it could have been, uh, especially you know, considering many people have found, um, found solutions for managing their, their NFTs over time, uh, you know, that there wasn't anything for MetaMask, but I think it is good to see that we are just building more of these, these apps to, to in, incorporate NFTs. I mean, you're seeing this with, uh, with Uniswap, you're seeing this with a lot of token exchanges that are now incorporating NFTs. And it's just, you know, really just talking about different types of tokens to make them more accessible and tradable. And even know the value is, is helpful for collectors, for holders. Yeah, this is interesting. I'm, I'm just playing around with it. And it, like, I wonder how it's calculating the, the price, if it's like the base price I paid or whatnot. Uh, the other thing is, you're from MetaMask and you're looking for feedback on your beta function. Uh, the NFTs that play audio, maybe you shouldn't be playing all of the audio <laughs> when you load your, your page. It just is oh, running man. the audio on, on anything that's running. So it's, uh, I was like, what is going on? I was like, oh, you're playing all of the audio from my NFT. Great. Really good. Yeah. So that's been heavily tested, it would seem, right? <laughs> really kick the tires. No, wait, yeah, no, just load them all. What, what if there's, now just load them all. Okay. All right. And then we've got some improvements, new features anyway, from OpenSea. They, they are auto detecting and blocking stolen NFTs. I don't entire, I, so I, I think I saw this. I was trying to figure out what happened with a purchase recently, not my own, but I was looking at somebody else's purchase and it looked like a completely legit purchase and they just transferred it to what looked like more of a vault wallet, you know, it's labeled with their own things. and. Then I saw that it was flagged as a potentially, uh, you know, well, what's the, uh, the term they, they label the, the wallets, you know, potentially a uh, suspicious activity. And I think that was one where it's probably auto detected in some way. So I think 
you know, I'm, I'm glad that they are doing more to, to try to bring more security. I think that there's still, I mean, it's just so hard to, just to see how this is, uh, there's just so many problems that are user errors. And that's, I feel like much more of the problem than, than the, the stolen NFTs that are, I mean, I think that some of those are a lot harder to detect in most cases, the way that people are losing them. It's usually because they trusted someone that they shouldn't have been trusted or, or gave out their passphrase. And that's, I don't know. It's a tough one to, to, to combat fully. Yeah, it's a hard problem. I mean, we've covered this before where if they're going to allow the sale to happen on their platform, they have to be in somewhat, in somewhat in charge of the insurance necessary to cover the, you know, rectifying of asset ownership. It's a fancy way of saying, pony up. You're taking 2.5%, pony up on the insurance, have a formal claim system, you eat it, you comp what the floor or what the cost was on the person who happened to buy that, that item, assuming it happened on your platform. And then guess what? Suddenly, suddenly you have an advantage. You're justifying, again, the fee you are taking in a race to zero, you are coming in with a feature. Yeah. Like, do, do that. That would be an interesting play. And it, it, I mean, it, it's very different, I, I'd say, in the OpenSea platform being, I mean, it's, it's a centralized platform. You know, we're not talking about it being a, a decentralized platform because then we wouldn't, I mean, there wouldn't be the 2.5% fees. I mean, and I think we've seen that LooksRare tries to take a different approach to that. I don't think that you can necessarily call it fully decentralized, but... I think there's a little bit more user risk on some other platforms where it feels like OpenSea is trying to make it a safe platform for users and you still have to run into those issues of, you know, the, if something happens, it's on you and, you know, they can put these tools out there, but I think a lot of that is probably to make sure that, you know, they don't have to, or to reduce their own liability in, in many ways. Yeah. I mean, well, I've been bitten by this before and going back to like the, the what's in your wallet, I actually sent you that little now link because I was a little confused why it was priced so low. I was like, this doesn't make sense. So like, I'm always like, I'm never going to do a quick buy anymore. I'm going to, I'm going to check for it. And like, it was listed on OpenSea, but it had just been listed in the last six hours. I sent it to you, checked it out on Gem, I think. And you just like made sure that that owner had held it, had been holding it, right? It hadn't switched wallets. So like, if that was stolen, it was stolen six months ago. And now the person had listed it. So uh, I'm still incredibly, even with this, you know, update from OpenSea that they're going to do this faster. If it's, if it's priced weirdly, I, I here's my solution. Just send it to Andrew. He can't stop himself from checking. He'll go and check it. For you. <laughs> here's, here's the feature OpenSea. Just send it to Rand. <laughs> yeah. Here's, here's his address. That scales, right? That, that, that's oh yeah. Scale. Yeah. I don't see. Hey, look with the volume recently. Oh. All right. Well, why don't we uh, actually we don't have a project today, do we? We don't have an affordable project. We gave, look, I got to tell you the amount of projects that we ran through the other day on our affordable project list of the past over year of recommendations. Like we went through there and we like sized them up. So look, we need a little break. We <laughs> went through and recommended like 15 of them, I think. So anyway, yeah, that, lots of that was a big, it was a big project. Why don't we go on to our theme? What do you got okay. for us, George? Here's the thought rolling around my head. Uh, Reddit, like most Web2 
social media platforms is full of the haters, the people that are reading and hating the headlines and seeing NFTs as, you know, a tulip craze, as sort of, you know, showing off Lamborghini culture, have fun being broke kind of attitude, like look at my monkey JPEG. Okay. So it is a bit toxic. Guess what? The tech is still solid. And what Reddit did was simply call them digital collectibles. They're not using the word NFT. And frankly, they're killing it right now in terms of the total amount of NFTs being used. Sorry, digital collectibles being used. You see what I did there? Uh, being used on the platform. And so these are collectible avatars. They have functionality on the platform. And I think they, they just nailed it. And this is a view. This is a look into how NFTs are actually going to be adopted into the mainstream usage. They won't be called NFTs. That's the take. I think you're on mute. Your audio cut out. I, yeah, I love that. I, I think you're spot on in saying that there's a, I mean, they, they've nailed the branding. I think there's a lot of crypto NFT uh, branding marketing that can use a lot of improvements. And this is a great case to look at. I mean, they made it simple. They haven't tried to say, this is the technology you need to use. These are digital collectibles. People want collectibles. They understand that. And just saying digital, I mean, really, if we can go back, I think it would be great to not call them NFTs. It still feels somewhat, it still feels like it's a silly part of the, the, the space when you say NFT and it's ignoring all of the things the technology that really is possible here. And I think that that's, you know, when we can get to what these are, what you're able to do with this technology, I mean, these are the fact that they're just tokens that can be unique from each other. I mean, that's what we really are, are getting at. And I think that we're, we're learning that there are, there are a lot of ways to present this to people and it's not great to just focus on the technology. That's not how we would have been selling the internet. We want to, you know, just tell people this is the technology that it's using. It's more about what can it do? Like, how do you use it for your community? And you see Reddit has nailed it. I think there's another way that my mind is kind of playing with this in that member, sorry for those of you who are old enough, uh, remember when the internet was doing its thing early on and you would hear these ads or you'd hear marketers, people sending you messages about just go to HTTPS forward slash, forward slash, www.myfreakingspice.com, <laughs> right? And even still, even later, a decade later, after like, all right, drop the HTTPS, colon, like everybody knows the internet protocol, ITPT, like, but go to www.mywebsite. Like, and you're like, okay. And then evolve another decade and you're like, yeah, just, just go to freaking Google. Not even .com anymore. It's just, yeah, go to Google. Right. Go to my site. Even, you know, or social media handles. Yeah. Go to, go to the thing. So what it is, I think is, is dropping that we're in dropping NFT. We're dropping the like HTTP level right? <laughs> saying like, right. why are we calling it like the, like the, the technical infrastructure, just call it what it is. And in the background, we have got blockchain. We've got, uh, you know, shared ledger database, blah, blah, blah. Who gives a shit? Like, just tell me what the thing is. Oh, I can own it. Internet Onis. Okay, great. It's an Oni. It's a collectible it's right. an avatar. Oh, good. I can, I can trade it and buy. Obviously, I can do that. Fine. That's what this becomes. Yeah, absolutely. And it makes it more, 
I feel like it makes it more approachable for people that aren't crypto, you know, even that interested in crypto. Digital collectible doesn't necessarily even think, you don't think about that as being crypto. I think it's more of, uh, you know, people spend so much of their time on, you know, in digital uh, realms anyway. And the idea that you can collect one of these things, I think is, is so easy for people to understand without having to get into all of this other uh, background stuff that really is either uninteresting or sounds completely silly, as you were saying, that part of the, the you know, the kind of show off kind of culture of, of uh, you know, Abe's back sort of thing, you know, and I think there's, uh, I don't know, it's, there's definitely been a problem with, with the image uh, that that gave off. And it's, it's great to see that, that, that there are uh, companies that are finding a new way to, to kind of approach this and bring it to people. You know, I think that digital collectibles is just one, is really just one way that it can be done. As he said, like, there's going to be different, different communities that, that, introduce these different ways. I mean, I think we've seen that even Starbucks, you know, that they're doing these as points. And well, that's when I haven't actually looked at how to do this. I don't typically go to Starbucks. I, it's when I want to explore a little bit more and figure out how they are, how they are using the, the points and NFTs in that system, because I think that's, that's going to be another just project to watch and how companies can adapt NFT technology and put it at the background while still enabling the best parts of it for, for both the collectors, holders, and themselves as a business. There's another lesson here. We included the uh, link. We'll have some others in the show notes. But the process, the process in which the this Web2 social brought to its community the idea of digital collectibles. First, they started with a free airdrop to their most influential and highest sort of by interaction usage members. So they dropped them to the most active people. And that started the flywheel back in July. And you could claim it based on that. Then you could get into the game of owning a bundle and collecting a you know series of them. It added a card to the profile. You could mix it with gear. It lets you, frankly, flex and stand out in the comments, which Frank, is, is a big part of that social status and signaling. And then, of course, it's uh, transferable. Oh, great. I can sell it. It's just, it's logical functionality. Uh, what I also try to see is, you know, in July, is pretty sleepy. Like, we, that could have been an affordable project. We could have been like, you know, just go on to have it, like, go on to their site and, you know, drop, drop, some, <laughs> drop some credit card down and go buy a few of these things because they're going to take off if the community doesn't reject it. The risk was the community <laughs> rejects it, right? And pulls a little, like, you know, Discord gamer user right. uh, tangent. I think we've seen that in so many other cases where uh -huh. it's yeah. these big ideas of how to do it. And it's, I don't know that it's, in some cases it's not executed well. I think in many cases it's not, it's not an audience that's ready for it, but Reddit, yeah. I mean, we talked about it, how it's so adjacent to, to the crypto community anyway, that's people that are spending a lot of time online already care about points and collecting points and having status. It, it makes so much sense. And there's so many other communities that are ready for this. So that's the, that's the, the evolution. Like where, where are we as we can pay attention, like for other major platforms. And that's, that's where my eye is going is to where are we in the cycle? You know, will there, will there be a user tantrum or will there be user adoption? 
And in the case of user adoption, like, I mean, let's try to pull up some stats on this. And I was trying to look for it. It's still in the, I'm looking for it. They were in the top 10 for a while. Uh, I don't know if they still are, if I'm looking at the past seven days for Reddit. I have a there are double the top here that I think are interested. There's over 2.85, I mean, it's almost 2.9 million holders of these, of the Reddit avatars. I mean, this is, it's huge. Yeah. That's a beautiful distribution. That's a beautiful distribution. It's 90 days. So I'm on tracking it down. We really saw the sales volume take off. Looks like kind of uh, October. It was the end of October when it absolutely took off. And it's been just, I mean, it's been over $10 million a day last week or so. I mean, this is, and it's, it's still growing. And I think that's what's, you know, we're not seeing this as a, a quick bad as much as we've seen a lot of these other projects. You know, we even talked about one earlier that was up to 12 ETH, back down to six now. And I don't think we, we're seeing that. I, you know, I think we're seeing genuine interest in, in people that want to collect these and hold these. It's, it's well, exciting say, that people are getting So I will it. say that I, I'm actually seeing a tapering off. So I see that spike in October, but uh, I'm seeing more recently, like in the past weeks, like it's starting to like well, get down. So like, so like, look at that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, like, like volume. that's what I was sorry. Yeah. About that. No, no, no. And in total. So like the last 90 days, here's what I'm saying. Uh, yeah, like your 10 million, your 10 million number for sure. Active wallets over a hundred thousand in this last 90 day window, but yeah, it's tailing off a little bit more here. It's coming back down to neutral, even still interesting. I, I'm not going to buy any. But if I were to say like affordable project, I would maybe shop around and try to get your head around it. I'm not huge into the Reddit community, but if it is getting sleepy again, never buy during the hype. But if it's getting sleepy and it looks like it is for this past couple of weeks, there might be an opportunity to look around and say like, all right, here are the like Midas touch uh, ones I want to go find and, and try to try to grab. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's a... Looking at these stats again, I mean, it, 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 it's definitely telling off it, but it is big time though. I mean, they're still seeing solid sales daily. It, you know, I think if you're, there's, there's probably some, some opportunity to get in on these projects now at better prices though, as, as uh, volume recedes a bit. And, you know, if you're doing that, remember to put those bids out. Oh yeah. Good old bids. Uh, all right. Well, that's, uh, that's. I think all I have on the topic, I thought it was interesting. I think it's about branding and also maybe a little pattern recognition for where we see it in other social media platforms and where you are in that, in that cycle of adoption. Cool. Yeah, I think that's it, George. Well, happy Saturday slash Monday to you. <laughs> this has been an episode of the AAA NFT podcast, all about affordable NFTs. The episode notes and resources may be found at 3ANFT.com in our show notes. Again, 3ANFT.com. And that reminder, don't bet what you can't afford to lose. Remember, we are not financial advisors and nothing in this podcast should be taken as investment advice. Thanks for joining us. I hope you learned something. <laughs>